This past week, we lost two beloved members of our WWE family. Hall of Famer Terry Funk and the one and only Bray Wyatt. Tonight on Friday Night SmackDown, we will honor their legacy and celebrate their lives. The lives of two incredible men who have touched all of us with their passion, their creativity, and their spirit. Please join us for a moment of silence in our traditional 10-bell salute. You are listening to your SmackDown review here on the Dirty Sheets podcast. You can follow the Dirty Sheets on X or on Twitter at Dirty Sheets X. That's at Dirty Sheets X. Now, finally, we were going to get the ball rolling with the pay shows. We have put a couple of news bits up there. There will be another couple of news bits dropping in the next 24 hours. However... It did not feel right making this the first pay show. So I'm not going to charge for this show. I'm not going to put this behind a paywall just because it was a tribute show. A man passed away, well, two men passed away. And uh, that's what this show was supposed to be about. So I want to give my thoughts on it and I want as many people to be able to hear them as possible. So I've not put this behind a paywall. Monday Night Raw will 100% be behind a paywall. I'm even going to give you my very quick AEW review for free because me and my son attended the show last night and then me and Cav are going to elaborate on some of the stuff I say about AEW on Friday as well. So two free shows for you before we begin with the paywall stuff which will start on Tuesday with Monday night Monday night raw it's so very very easy to do now if you are on Apple podcast all you need to do is basically just click subscribe so there's going to be podcast on there you will not be able to listen to a majority of them 
And if you want to listen to all of them, then all you need to do is click and you can listen to the show. Now, I've mixed news and additional content on there. So additional content and news audio content. If you don't want to get the news, then all you need to do is get the $6 version of it. To do that, you need to go to the Patreon. Now, Cav has a link for that. I'll also post it in the uh, in the description for this podcast. There is a way to only pay $6 instead of $10, but you will not get the news. If you pay the $10, you get every single bit of content we do. And at the moment, there's a free trial as well. So you can get a full seven days for free. So you can sample everything that we do. So let's move on with this SmackDown review. I'm going to make it very quick and I'm not even really going to talk too much specifically about the very few tributes that we got and also the general action on the show. I'm not one of these woke warriors. I'm not one of these people who complain about everything. I'm not the one that wants people cancelled and whatnot. I'm totally against that. I'm very much of the ethos that we shouldn't cancel anything. Everything should be allowed. We should be allowed to say whatever we want to say. And if people don't like to hear it, providing it's legal, if people don't want to hear it, then just don't watch that particular thing. I don't think we should be cancelling stand-up comedians. I don't think we should be cancelling free speech. Everybody knows what I stand for. But I felt that this show was an insult. It was an insult to Bray Wyatt in particular. Now, for Terry Funk, Terry Funk is a huge legend. And over the course of time, when we look back on things in in history, Terry Funk is a bigger name than Bray Wyatt. And he will be a bigger name than Bray Wyatt in history. Now, death can sometimes change things, particularly early deaths. We look at great admiration, we look at Eddie Guerrero with, with great admiration, and we should do. But I do feel an early death has kind of um, blown out of proportion who Eddie Guerrero was as a performer. He was a one time world champion. He had a lot of good comedy segments, he had a lot of good matches, but he was not an A level main event star. He was a B level main event star. Bray flirted with being an A-level main event star. Most of the time he was B, but had various occasions where he flirted with A. It's particularly with the Fiend character who blew away everybody with merchandising sales. The WWE really dropped the ball the very second he lost to Bill Goldberg. That was a mistake, remains a mistake to this day. But um, at one point, which is something that uh, Eddie Guerrero cannot claim, Bray Wyatt, not just via having the belt, but actually via who he was and how he was connecting with the crowd and what he was moving in the merch stands. He was the biggest star in wrestling going into 2020. That, that, that I think, is undisputed, in my opinion. Um, so I, I, I believe that even though Terry Funk is equal to Bray Wyatt, uh, or sorry, uh, will historically be remembered as a bigger star than Bray Wyatt. If you were to make your top 50 lists, which I think they both get into, obviously they're not Rushmore Rushmore guys. Um, they're not even top 10, in, in my opinion, of all time. But I think both of them would be in everybody's top 50. And you would think Funk would finish above Bray Wyatt. I think that's fair to say. With that said, 
I do not think this should have been a combined tribute show. I think Terry Funk dying at 79 years old is not a tragedy. I think for Terry Funk to live to 79, given what he put his body through, and obviously stuff we didn't see as well. I'm not just talking about hardcore wrestling. I'm talking about life on the road. Uh, I'm talking about probably the amount of drugs and alcohol that he consumed. Making it to 79 for Terry Funk, I think represents a very solid innings on this world, in this world, on this earth. As for Bray Wyatt dying at 36, very, very different when you look at the fact that he has children, when you look at the fact that he came back to the WWE as a major re-signing and acquisition less than a year ago. And we did not even get into the heart of that story. Nowhere near did we get near where we were going with that Bray Wyatt story. It was a very, very slow burn. And ultimately, we will never find out what was going to happen with Uncle Howdy and everything else that was going on. But it was massive when he returned. And that was less than a year ago. So this is a tragedy. Both sad, but a tragic thing happened when Bray Wyatt died of the supposed heart attack, according to Fightful, who are very, very much critical of everybody else doing what they perceive to be unethical. But they don't have any ethics when they know that they can benefit their own website, when they think that they can be front and centre of any report and they can get themselves a few extra clicks, then suddenly Sean Ross Sapp doesn't have the same morals that he preaches on other people and he will very much just go ahead and give out the cause of death and claim that he had permission to do so, to which I ask, who gave you permission? And one hour after a man's death, why were you seeking that permission? Because I'm pretty sure that Bray Wyatt's wife didn't text you to say, oh, hey, Sean, go ahead, tweet the cause of death. It'll be good for your website, you piece of fucking shit. No, I don't think that happened. Um, But you know what is not good for hearts? Coke. And if you can't stay off cocaine for a live stream, one can only imagine how much you're doing privately. So one can only hope he drops he drops dead at some point but um but yeah we are um we are talking about a double tribute which i don't think needed to happen i feel like a nice video for terry funk three four minutes maybe a graphic at the top of the show would have been fine but i think this night needed about needed to be about bray and i think it needed to be about tributes i don't want to go onto social media to have to see tributes to Bray Wyatt. Likewise, I don't want to have to scan QR codes. I saw some melt on on Twitter telling us that, oh, it was fine and there was plenty of QR codes there. Yeah, I, I don't need to do homework while I'm trying to watch a TV show. Um, I look forward to the show. And to be honest with you, I kind of had the mindset going in that I did for the, the Owen show. Um, not so much the Benoit show because I was on Big Brother at the time. So I found out about all the Benoit stuff when I came out. And by that time, we'd already had the death and the whole unraveling of what really happened. But um, this was very different. And I was ready to be upset. I was re- it was It's like certain movies that, that come out. Like you watch them, you know what you're getting with, with certain movies. Uh, I think Boy in the... 
boy in a striped pajamas is one that I would recommend or for girls they like the notebook you know what you're going to get you know that there's going to be something emotional in there and whether you I don't think I don't think as men we seek that out but sometimes we can be in places where we just feel like that and sometimes it's forced upon you so in this occasion it was forced upon me with what really happened in life and I was mentally ready to be upset because the death's upsetting to me anyway this is a wrestler that I really liked I loved his work I liked him as a person he was good to my kid we had loads of Bray Wyatt stuff masks t-shirts action figures autographed stuff autographed uh, WWE Universal title just loads of stuff we loved the guy and it really rocked us on Friday and I didn't really I had to recover from it because I had to do my shows. I do the most content that I do on Fridays, but it didn't really hit me properly until we were in the car heading towards AEW and I put the Bray Wyatt music on and then it was quite emotional, like because I was sitting there with Austin and it was it was quite a, a weird feeling. The feeling where it really should have hit me was this tribute show. I should have saw... I've seen his colleagues opening up about what Bray meant. And I saw Alexa Bliss online. Yeah, sure. I saw Seth Rollins online. Um, but we did not see enough on this show. And that's what this show needed to be. The progression of long-term storylines was not necessary. I don't think that other than the bloodline, the company are doing storylines where they need to carry them on. We're not at a point where... We're two weeks from a pay-per-view and we desperately need to push storylines through and get storylines over the line and, and contribute towards the build. That's not the case. We've had three weeks to build up these these matches and they don't really know what they're doing with this pay-per-view. The pay-per-view is lackluster. It's on course to be the most lackluster pay-per-view under Triple H, at least the least intriguing Maybe the matches will deliver on the night. Who knows? Who cares? This wasn't about continuing on your long-term storylines. There should have been no outside interference. There should have been no building towards the pay-per-view. Nothing like that. And yes, I understand they did mostly matches. They didn't have an, an episode of the, a segment with the Grayson Waller effect or Miz TV or or anything like that. But I didn't, as I said, I don't want to be a woke warrior, but I just expected a more... A, a, a more bray orientated show with a little bit less wrestling and a few more headshots and things more similar to what they did with Cody coming out there and talking about um, Terry Funk and then having a Funk related match. Maybe somebody could have had a lights out match. Maybe that's what Balor and, um, and LA Knight could have been. I just don't think enough thought went into this in terms of paying tribute to Bray Wyatt. Uh, there wasn't enough clips from Bray Wyatt's career. There wasn't enough people talking about his death. There wasn't enough tributes in terms of the, the wrestling, in terms of making matches that made sense. Now, the main event is two opponents who are synonymously linked with Bray. And I felt if you added a gimmick to that, that could have been the right thing to do. I thought the silhouette or whatever that thing was at the end, CGI, whatever that it was at the end was was fine. Again, could have done more. It just felt lazy to me. And it felt like they want to move on from this quickly, which immediately makes me suspicious about the death. And again, I don't want to play woke. I don't want to jump around. Like, because one second you could say my views are too woke, 
and I'm complaining too much. And now you'll call me a conspiracy theorist too. But it does seem like something they want to move on from. And it'd be very interesting to see next week if John Cena is allowed to come on and fully address the death because he's someone that has been linked to Bray Wyatt a lot. So it'd be interesting to see what, what he says. But is that then not a week too late? Maybe you should have got Cena in for this show. You definitely should have got Rollins in for this show. He shouldn't have been doing a tribute on his car. He's your champion. And the other champion definitely should have been there. He hasn't even posted a tweet or or said anything on Instagram, which I'm completely shocked by because Roman Reigns, who, by the way, is my absolute favorite performer in the company. And this is in no way in relation to having any kind of vendetta against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the absolute best performer in wrestling at the moment in, in the entire world. So that let me just say that first. But Roman Reigns has been linked to Bray since the beginning. They came in around about the same time. Roman was just a year early onto the main roster. The Shield and the Wyatts immediately had a feud. There have been a lot of Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns Matt Roman Reigns matches. The Fiend and Roman Reigns was teased as well. Roman Reigns actually beat the Fiend for the current championship that he has. Roman Reigns should have been there. I don't know what the travel situation was that day for people, so I will not go too heavy on this. But whoever could have got there, had they had any interaction with Bray, unless there was heat between the two, they should have been there. But there was fucking heat between Owen Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Steve Austin was the last thing we saw on the Owen Hart tribute. So I don't think Bray is the type of guy, or I've not heard he's the type of guy that would ever have heat with anybody. I believe that he was unanimously liked. Therefore, those that were absent, Rollins, McIntyre, Roman Reigns, I felt they should have been Becky Lynch. I felt they should have been on this show. There was no excuse for anybody not to be there. We should have heard from the top guys in the company. I would love to hear from Roman Reigns. I'd love to see at least something on social media um, and maybe something when he returns in ring. I I, I just don't feel comfortable with that. Um, th- there couldn't have been an issue. Th- there couldn't have been an issue. This isn't Brock Lesnar we're talking about who never had any dealings with the guy whatsoever. Like, I don't expect Brock Lesnar to turn up. But I did expect Roman Reigns to be there or to at least, at the very least, send something in where we heard from him. He is the champion and he's the champion on this show. So as as we close out, my overall feelings is that this was not a very good tribute to Bray Wyatt. I felt that it was a very, very lackluster show. I thought Bray Wyatt deserved better. He's on your main roster. He was one of the main guys. He's 36 years old. He leaves behind a family. Selling, um, giving proceeds from t-shirts or whatever online is is fine, but I don't think that anything the WWE have done is acceptable. And there's a lot of people that that think I'm a WWE homer because of the the way I've talked about AW ticket sales in in recent weeks, and and that's just not the case. I went to the show. I want AW to do well. I like a lot of people who wrestle for AW. But I'll always be honest. I give an honest assessment all the time. I give honest news all the time. I don't post out five, six stories a day. But when I do post, I have a ridiculous accuracy rate when it comes to news. And I was not going to report something false 
when it came to AEW's ticket sales. I will elaborate on that on the AEW show. What I said has been proven to be correct. There were not 81,000 people there, not even close. I believe that number's been exaggerated by around 25,000 people. And anybody who went to the show who has a clue will tell you the exact same. So I don't say that as a homer for WWE. And I think this show proves it because I'm being heavily critical of what the WWE did for Bray Wyatt. So I'm not a homer for anybody. I'm just a very, very honest person. And this is what this show will always do. This show will always, as I've got a lot of noise outside my house for no reason at the moment. Um, this show will always call it as we see it. If we like it, we like it. If it's good, if it's good. If it's bad, we'll tell you. If we don't like it, we'll still come on and tell you we don't like it. That's what we'll do. That's what we've always done. We've never been the show that hated everything and we've never been the show that just praised everything all of the time. We'll never be that. It's 100% transparent honesty all the way. And that's what you'll always get listening to this show. That's it for me, guys. Don't forget to check out the rest of the content and thanks for listening.